Audio Hop Podcasts. This episode of Fabulous at 50 podcast is brought to you in association with Serona Hygiene, an award-winning startup best known for its flagship product Peabody, India's first female urination device. It is a simple disposable paper device that allows women to stand and pee in dirty and unfriendly toilets. For more female hygiene products, visit thesirona.com. Hello and welcome to the Fabulous at 50 podcast, the show that's all about being fabulous at 50 plus. With me is the author of Feisty at 50, Sudha Menon. Hi Jaydeep. Hi, and Sudha. this is really lovely to be back on the podcast again. I'm especially excited about this episode because you left us hanging in the last episode, you know. <laughs> you kind of took us lingerie shopping but you didn't tell us what happened next. I didn't tell you whether it was an uplifting Absolutely. experience exactly. or not. Exactly. Exactly. So we're all waiting with bated breath. Uh so well there are stories to, about you know this was this was my big adventure with lingerie shopping. I went there with a drooping morale because of the drooping uh, um stuff in the um, bedroom and i thought i was going to spice up my um, sex life and i went there you know like a home in pigeon i was uh, at the mall hmm. and then i went uh, to this lingerie shop and believe me you don't want to be a 50 year old woman wanting to buy <laughs> lingerie because the lingerie shops of today hmm. are something else you won't believe me there are m- more men there than women shopping for women's lingerie really yes um and you need to go and check this out you know it's it's like the most scary thing ever <laughs> and i don't remember being so intimidated by anything you know in a, in the longest time since i was on a mission i found it in me i found, the, found courage the courage to yeah i yes. found the courage and i mm. walked in and um, you know there were men of all sizes and shapes there round men fat men mm-hmm. uh, tall men short men and they all had uh, you know Uh, women uh, accompanying them and i don't understand this community lingerie shopping hmm. you know so so the room was echoing reverberating with uh, dialogues like ye kaise rahega janu ye ye acha lagega to the man will go uh, sweetie ye lal wala le lo you know ye bahut acha rahega and then somebody is saying don't be don't be naughty honey i can't go to office wearing that panty or somebody else is saying ki ye wala bra bahut acha dikhega and i was like what is wrong with this world you know can i just please buy my lingerie in anonymity and just go home but that was not happening because you were on a mission i i was on a mission but uh, the women at this high end lingerie shops and mm. it's not high end it's just a big brand it's not high end i never particularly thought much of that brand mm-hmm. but having gone there to shore up my sex life i mm-hmm. said i have to wait it out and get something for my, me my hopes were dashed to the ground in like 5 minutes mm-hmm. because i went there looking for size 36 and a half bra and they the girls there you know they're like uh, cheeky little things and they said ma'am we don't keep 36 uh, and a half bra and i said why the hell not because most women are like that you mm-hmm. know you, you we are not all uh, size 0 models we we are we have assets and mm. they need showing up <laughs> so they said ma'am i'm i'm sorry and then they they sort of searched high and low and came up with some numbers which mm-hmm. i was like goggling because it's it's not what you, you grew up wearing right so uh, you know when i was re- reading the book you know as a guy who has obviously never worn a bra <laughs> I, i was 
very intrigued by the variety on display over there at the shop. I mean, it was just mind boggling. Yes, you know, it's mind boggling to most women. Hmm. In secret, if we women get together for lunch or we are discussing buying um, a bra or some lingerie, uh, I can tell you that it's intimidating and it's totally confusing. Hmm. Because did you know, for instance, that there are balcony bras? Why on earth would a woman wear a balcony on her uh, breast? But I don't there even is understand a, what that there means. Is a ba- there is a balcony, there is a balcony bra, there is a balconette bra, mm-hmm. and which is half a balcony bra. Okay. Then, th- then there are bras which are more weapons of torture than uh, bras because there is push-up bras, there is extreme push-up bras, there are sideways pushing bras, there are maximizers and there are minimizers, there are racer bags. I thought racer bags was something to do with motorbiking, but obviously not. Racer <laughs> bag is a bra. So all of these things go on and they'll ask you, ma'am, what is your specific requirement? And my answer was, you know, I can't tell you my specific requirement. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but among other things, I would like uh, for my bra not to be on my knee. Mm-hmm. I would, you know, at 50, the everything is like uh, end of perky and the beginning of a free fall. Mm-hmm. So among other things, I want my breast where it's supposed to be mm-hmm. and not at my knee. And they don't understand this. You know, the girls who are at these bra shops don't understand humor. So I decided to just keep shut and look for a for a bra which would give me some hope in hell. Mm-hmm. It used to be not like this. Right. You know, uh, buying a bra was a much simpler thing uh, when I was a child. In fact, when we were yeah, when when I was a child, when I was when I was thirteen, and my mother first detected a sign the, the signs of evolving breasts in me and my sister, mm-hmm. uh, we were promptly marched off to this uh, bra shop and we lived I lived in suburban Mumbai in the uh, I grew up in the late uh, 60s early 70s mm-hmm. and um, it was it was the early seven, mid 70s when I really started you know I needed a bra mm-hmm. and so my mother marched us both there it was called Kalpana Bra Shopee. Shopee and I'll never forget <laughs> this Kalpana Bra Shopee because there was uh, the owner was Hasmukh Bhai mm-hmm. who contrary to his name had a very morose expression most of the time. He was a very morose man. But my mom knew him well because mm-hmm. that is where she brought her bra. And bras in those days uh, had only three versions. Mm-hmm. Two versions actually. A black and a white. And mm-hmm. they were called... And the brand was Sonari. So it was a Sonari bra in black and white. And the bra in that in that age mm-hmm. uh, resembled the... resembled uh, if, if you know Madonna's uh, famed... Conical, conical bra, uh, bra yeah, yes. uh, which she wore for her concert and it became a trend. Right. But um, Hasmukh Bhai certainly did not uh, make that bra thinking of uh, Madonna. Madonna. Yeah. But that was what we got to wear. And we were marched there and um, Hasmukh Bhai would look up and say, Kaisi ho ben? And mm. my mom said, uh, hai. And then I remember this particular incident, the first bra that I ever wore. So my mom had to literally pull me out from, I was hiding in her behind her back and she pulled me in front and she told iska size ka bra iska size ka body dio you yeah. know nothing to do with the other body uh-huh. but uh, iska size ka body dio and then that that is bombaya hindi so iska size ka body dio and instantly hasmukh bhai and the two salesmen sales boys hmm. who were i think 18 or 16 or whatever instantly three pairs of eyes were um, you know, trained on uh, my chest because they wanted to see iska size ka mane what size ka. Mm-hmm. And then Hasbuk Pai said uh, 28 size, 28 B. And then there were some sniggers and out came a white and a black bra size 28. And I marched home happily. I was so happy that day because, mm-hmm. you know, I had spent the last three years 
you know, in the fear that I was never going to have any breasts yeah. and that I would become a wallflower because men didn't like women who didn't have breasts. Is this a, this is, I guess, a very important rite of passage for a girl. Oh, absolutely. Hmm. You know, we don't think about this enough, but in th- in those days, now, hmm. of course, I don't know what the, what the current thinking is, but in those days, uh, I remember trips to Kerala where my uh, great aunts and grandma lived and um, inevitably on sultry afternoons when all the women sat around discussing, uh, you know, this, that and the other. Mostly the this, that and the other was the size of my breast, which was like non-existent, <laughs> you know. And Kerala women uh, believe that women should look like women and, mm-hmm. you know, they should they should be asset heavy, if you please. And they'd always be like, why is she so thin? Nobody's going to marry her. Mm. And uh, so, when I finally got, finally set eyes on the, what looked like the first sighting of my breast, I like celebrated. Mm-hmm. And I was so happy when I got my first Sonari bra. Mm -hmm. And I wish it was as simple as that. Now, you know, I could just go and buy my Sonari bra and come home Mm -hmm. and then uh, hope that some positive things emerge from that. So talking of Sonari bras, obviously that wasn't going to do the trick here because you were a woman on a mission. So again, coming back to my earlier question, was it mission successful? You know, by the time I went around that uh, lingerie shop Mm. uh, and I saw all the things on display, I, I kind of realized that this was not my thing. Hmm. Uh, I must confess that I was particularly intrigued, particularly intrigued about uh, this red number, Hmm. which had uh, sort of two huge uh, feathers hanging out of them. On the bra? On the bra. Red number with a bra, which I think I saw one of our uh, Bollywood stars in one of the item numbers. Mm -hmm. You know, I had a faint, I have a faint memory that I've seen that. But that was on display. And... um, the sales girl also suggested to me very cheekily that I could buy a pair of crotchless panties for myself. And I had this vision of my, uh, of Hazeld <laughs> Harry sneezing the night away because the feather was poking him in the nose. Mm-hmm. And I said, that was not going to work. Right. And what use crotchless panties uh, when he can't see in the dark at all? <laughs> so I ran away from there in like 10 minutes mm-hmm. and then came home and I had my cup of Adrak chai and made peace with the fact that I didn't want a spiced up uh, sex life mm-hmm. which uh, depended on racy lingerie. Mm-hmm. You know, I've taken now to online shopping for my uh, lingerie, mm-hmm. black, white and skin color. Mm-hmm. And I'm very happy that uh, Hasselt Harry can't see much in the dark. So that is the story of my sex life. So for 50 year olds, you know, I mean, what is the takeaway from all this? Especially 50 year olds who want to really spice things up. You know, it is, you know what they say, that it's not between the legs, it's what is between your two years. Mm-hmm. And that is the story of uh, everyone's sex life, not just 50-year-olds. <laughs> so I think that's a good place to end the episode. It's all about what's in your mind. Yep. You get the mind stuff right, you can have a rocking sex life even now. You said it. <laughs> Thank you, Sudha. Thank you. And Thanks. we'll be back in uh, next week with yet another episode. Till then. Stay feisty and stay fabulous.